Welcome to the Trinity Reformed Church Podcast. To find out more, check out our website at trinityreformedkirk.com. That's trinityreformedkirk.com. Is Huntsville an abortion sanctuary city? Plato once said that mankind is simultaneously capable of censoring injustice and committing it. On October 13, 2022, the Huntsville City Council passed Resolution Number 22 about the city's abortion policy. The council introduced, amended, and passed a resolution stating the city resources will not be used in investigating and prosecuting abortion-related crimes. The resolution deprioritizes criminal investigations regarding what they call, quote, pregnancy outcomes, end quote. The amendment to the final version was introduced as a result of the arguments provided by John Hamilton, city administrator in the mayor's office. The resolution sponsor, Francis Ackridge, mentioned the original resolution intended to prevent the Huntsville Police Department from engaging in, quote, witch hunts against women in need of crucial health care services, end quote. The final vote was four to one, with Jeannie Robinson as the only council member to vote against the resolution. Devin Keith, John Meredith, David Little, and Bill King voted for the resolution, the full text of which can be found in the written version of this article. So what does it mean? Well, the Alabama Human Life Protection Act prohibits abortion as a matter of state law. The city of Huntsville has apparently set itself against the law of Alabama that was passed by the majority of the state legislature. This resolution suggests that the city supports abortion, but it is unclear what it all means. It's as much about how the city regards abortion as it is about how to legally permit it. On the one hand, it appears to be political virtue signaling since mothers were not and are not under threat of persecution for aborting their babies in Alabama. An attempt to guarantee and protect mothers from prosecution who are not threatened with prosecution is nothing more than nominalist sophistry. On the other hand, this resolution takes the form of a legal document in which there is a different implication between the Huntsville Resolution and the Alabama law. The Huntsville Resolution emphasizes that women are protected from prosecution. The Alabama state law also says that mothers are not liable while saying that doctors can be prosecuted. Does the different implication mean the city leaders are willing to defy state law and refuse to arrest abortion doctors? The resolution slouches toward clarity. The third whereas of the resolution is concerned with a woman's, quote, fear of prosecution, end quote, in the situation of pregnancy. Well, is pregnancy prosecutable? No. Is suffering a miscarriage prosecutable? No. So then what is prosecutable? Well, according to the state of Alabama, unlawful abortion is a Class A felony. But it is the doctor rather than the mother who is liable. Alabama Section 26-23H-5 says, quote, No woman upon whom an abortion is performed or attempted to be performed shall be criminally or civilly liable, end quote. The resolution high horses about the value women bring to professional, business, artistic, educational, medical, governmental, civic, and religious communities. The pernicious assumption is that abortion contributes to the value women bring to the community and that prohibiting abortion detracts from the value women bring to the community.
How in the name of the nine gods does eliminating a precious child enhance the value of the child's mother? The surest way to cultivate the value of women is to make them more of a maker, not less. Mother Teresa said, quote, By abortion, the mother does not learn to live, but kills even her own child to solve her problems. And by abortion, the father is told that he does not have to take any responsibility at all for the child he has brought into the world. That father is likely to put other women into the same trouble. So abortion just leads to more abortion, end quote. How does abortion increase the value of the city of Huntsville? For example, are abortions necessary for Huntsville to remain active in global competition? Well, the answer is no. But even if abortion did boost the local economy somehow, Huntsville would be poorer for it. Mother Teresa explains, quote, To me, the nations with legalized abortion are the poorest nations. The greatest destroyer of peace today is the crime against the unborn child, end quote. The value of a place is not increased when the weakest among them are endangered by city council resolutions. If a mother is given the green light to kill her own child, what is left of Huntsville to be destroyed? How does the Alabama legislature look upon a municipal resolution to withhold funds for the enforcement of a duly passed statute creating a Class A felony? And what if Huntsville decided to pass a resolution not to spend resources prosecuting other Class A felonies, such as murder, kidnapping in the first degree, rape in the first degree, robbery in the first degree, burglary in the first degree, and arson in the first degree? Would such a resolution hold up legally? What kind of chaos would ensue if all local governments were allowed to pick and choose which state laws, which Class A felonies, they chose to enforce? It's also worth noting that the Huntsville City Council resolution establishes two precedents for the city of Huntsville. Precedent number one. The city leaders have established a precedent that they think they must interpose on behalf of its citizens if the state of Alabama passes a law that the city council deems unjust. They have set themselves as the test of opposing elements. The problem is that while interposition is biblically warranted, it is only so in cases where the weak and innocent, in this case preborn babies, need protection from the strong and ghoulish in this case, complicit abortionists. Huntsville, however, has positioned itself in a surprisingly immoral way by protecting the strong and ghoulish abortion doctors from the threat of the weak and innocent preborn babies. Resolution number 22 can never amount to a normative guide for city employees because it does not relate to God's higher law on the supreme matters of life, death, murder, and parenthood. Precedent number two. The city has established a precedent that city-funded operations won't keep track of pregnancies, except as required by federal state law. The legal effect of the resolution is that any city supervisor or employee is liable if they generate records of pregnancy. According to the resolution, quote, city personnel will not provide information to anyone about pregnancy outcomes, end quote. Notice how absurdity runs free when abortion nests within a city's borders. 
What is the statute of limitations on discussing pregnancy outcomes? If this resolution is enforced equitably, then city employees will be unable to spread the word that Jane's baby was born over the weekend, or that Tatiana had a miscarriage and will be out of the office this week. And since all children are pregnancy outcomes, every employee will be forbidden from speaking about children and grandchildren in the office. Indeed, every person in the world is a pregnancy outcome. Every city employee is a pregnancy outcome. How can they obey the prohibition and walk around the office at the same time? Furthermore, should Huntsville Hospital healthcare workers fear prosecution if they keep track of a patient's pregnancy? Does the policy of resolution, uh, resolution number 22 apply to the healthcare authority board of the city of Huntsville? And if so, does the board intend to follow the policy? If they do, how will this be implemented? Does the policy apply to the city's fire or rescue personnel? The last paragraph of the resolution briefly states how resolution number 22 will impact the police. Has the Huntsville Chief of Police briefed the city to what extent the police can follow the policy or how this policy will obstruct regular criminal investigations? Has the city communicated its intent to not resource investigations into the crime of abortion with the Alabama Law Enforcement Agency or with the governor's office? Is the city of Huntsville required to cooperate with federal or state law enforcement investigations as a condition for receiving grants or other funding? Does resolution number 22 restrict the authority of the Huntsville Police Department to arrest an abortion doctor who has violated state law? This sets not only a bad precedent, but an unenforceable one. Bad and unenforceable precedents are better broken than kept. City employees can serve as mediating authorities and refuse to enforce resolution number 22. In disobeying the second precedent, they are obeying the first one. In conclusion, we've received an x-ray of the loyalties of the city council that reveals a case of Dobbs whiplash. Since abortion is wrong, the defenders of abortion are wrong, even if they operate with democratic sympathy. Resolution number 22 is a new policy inaugurated with the avowed object and confident promise that mothers won't be prosecuted for having an abortion. The intended effect, therefore, is to permit mothers to have abortions in Huntsville. The question is one of local importance, and we cannot help dealing with it. The subject cannot be avoided. The politics of abortion is upon us and has attached to the local body politic. Since the law is a tutor, the effect of resolution number 22 is to teach. So, what does it teach? First, it teaches mothers that there is no fear of prosecution for killing their unborn baby. Second, it teaches abortion doctors that they are not mean fellows for turning the living into the unliving. Resolution number 22 argues each into the belief that abortion is a legal and moral good. In sum, resolution number 22 teaches poltroonery. It is a consuming nuisance that suggests that someone like Dr. Ulrich Klopfer is free to operate in Huntsville, Alabama. Thanks for listening. To find out more, check out our website at trinityreformedkirk.com. That's trinityreformedkirk.com.